Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Pop Icon the Podcast. My name is David, host of Pop Icon Radio, live on the Alternation Radio every Tuesday from 8 to 9 in the morning. We talk pop culture, we play pop music, um, and we're probably going to be changing the time of the show uh, this coming semester because things are coming to a close. It's kind of crazy. The year is just like winding down um if you guys already don't be sure to check me out on instagram at pop icon radio um so thank you guys so much for tuning in we got a lot to talk about this week um of course we're gonna jump into the billboard hot 100 and the box office top 10 but before that starts i guess i can just talk i had our we had our work like christmas party the other day and i went and it was a good time. It was a great time, actually. Um, so I just, like, met up with a couple of people from work there. My brother came. That was a good time. Um, and so we ate some good food. We, like, danced the night away, do a Lipa style. Some people want some money. So that was, like, a good time. And then, like, the after party, of course, we went to um, just, like, one of the local bars, whiskeys, and just were, like, living like old town road like it was fun i guess um everybody was like dancing and like we were like throwing the pool sticks around um it was kind of crazy and then we went to newbies and like ended the night there and that was kind of fun except for the fact that like we were literally the only people there i kind of felt bad um for them but also not at the same time because i think that everybody was tipping like pretty fat so that was fun everybody had a good time doing that um I had a good time, too. I ended up going home. It was, like, close to 3 o'clock, and I, like, never, never stay out that late anymore. Um, uh, I did have a drink, too. I had a school bus at Newbies. It was, like, this, like, frozen, like, orange, like, delicious drink that I drank one of, and I was like, mm, maybe I need to walk home. Thankfully, I, like, live right down the street. Um, so that was a great time. Uh, thank you to everybody for helping out with that. Um I guess we can jump into some box office news, some Billboard Hot 100 news. What do we want to start with? Let's start with the Billboard Hot 100. So we got some exciting news this week. We have got uh, we've got the Billboard Hot 100 uh, has got a new number one, and we can jump right into it. So we have got number ten. We have got Tyla Water. Number nine, we have got Is It Over Now, Taylor Swift. And number eight, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, Brenda Lee. That's so funny. Um, number seven, we have got Greedy, Tate McRae. We talked about her last week. She's kind of like an interesting character. I think her album comes out within the next like week or so. See how that goes. Uh, number six, I Remember Everything, Zach Bryan featuring Casey Musgraves. And number five, we've got Snooze, SZA. Number four, All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey. At number three, we have got Paint the Town Red, Doja Cat. Number two, Cruel Summer, Taylor Swift. And who has dethroned Miss Swift? Jack Harlow with Loving on Me. Um, 
It's like a fun song. I think they were playing it the other night whenever we were like out. So, you know, we just like got our lives to that. That was like a good time. Um, so I guess like, what does everybody think about Jack Harlow? I think he's good looking. Um, but I'm like surprised that he like jumped all the way up to number one so fast. It's kind of crazy, right? Like, and it was like, I also saw somebody say that like on Twitter too. They were like, that's like one of the, like the slowest, like rises to like number one, like not like slowest, but just like, I didn't hear anything about it. Did you? So yeah, we can jump into some, uh, box office news. We got our box office top 10 of the week. Uh, so this week we got our number 10, five nights at Freddy's 1.7 million at number nine. We've got salt burn 1.9 million. Um, I guess we'll be talking about that later. Are we, I don't know. My friend Stacy saw it. She like liked it. Um, Maybe I will. We'll see how it goes. Uh, number eight, we've got Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour, two point three million. And number seven, The Holdovers, two point eight million. I still haven't looked into it. I'm still possibly going to check it out. Number six, we have got The Marvel, six point three million. And number five, we got Thanksgiving, seven point one million. And number four, we have got Trolls Band Together, eighteen million. And number three, we have got Wish with twenty three or twenty million. Uh, that was that was a Luke on my part. Uh, number two, we have got Napoleon, 21 million. And number one, we have got The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Number one with 29 million for a total gross of almost 100 million. So congratulations to Rachel Zegler, Hunter Schaefer, like the crew, Tom Blythe. Um, I haven't checked it out yet, but from what I hear, she gives like a stellar performance. Um, so yeah, that's going to be our box office and our billboard news. We can jump into some pop culture news next. So we can get into a little bit of pop culture news. Actually, not really even pop culture news, maybe like movie news right now. So we can talk about Society of the Snow, um, which is a 2023 survival thriller film uh, directed by J.A. Bayona about the Uruguayan 1972 Andes flight disaster. Um, it is an adaption of Pablo Viersi's book of the same name, which documents accounts of all 16 survivors of the crash, many of whom he knew from childhood. So the, I watched this trailer. It's going to be like a Netflix film. It looks freaking crazy. Like it's basically like this. It's like, I guess you could say it is, um, yellow jackets, maybe set 30, 40 years before it actually like happens, but with like guys, but it like is based off like a true tragedy. Um, so that's freaking crazy. Like I didn't even know about it, but apparently like there was an incident in October of 1972. Um, the accident and the subsequent survival became known as the Andes flight disaster and the miracle of the Andes. Um, so that's kind of crazy. It's basically like a plane crash in like the, the freaking cold. And these guys are going to have to like live together and like deal with it. I was, like, shunked whenever I watched it because there was, like, this one scene of, like, this, like, avalanche, I think, and it, like, covers them. They're having to get their friends out. I'm like, oh, my God, is, some, is everybody going to die? Who's going to die? I don't know. Um, I guess I can, like, look that up, especially, like, finding out that it was, like, real people. I didn't r realize that until just now. Like, whenever I saw the movie, I was just like, oh, my God, that looks crazy. But now I'm, like, reading about it. I'm like, oh, my God, that's, like, about real people. Um, so, like, I hope, did everybody pass? Like, who, who survived? I think that, I think... I don't know. I need to check it out. You guys should also check it out too. If you get the chance, um, it's called, it's I'm like reading in the Wikipedia, but it's like super long. The Uruguayan air flight, 
Air Force Flight 571. Um, I guess you can read up about it if you guys are interested in that film. So that's what's going on with that. Also, we have got some new news uh, from the Marvel end of things. We have got Michael Waldron is now the writer of both Avengers The Kane Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. He previously wrote Multiverse of Madness, and he also created the Loki series for, uh, for Disney plus yeah i don't know why it like took me long to say that but he made the disney plus series and i guess that just ended a couple of weeks ago and apparently there was like a big multiverse like thing in it so uh, we'll see how this like next like era of marvel goes because i don't think like elizabeth olsen like loves this guy's writing <laughs> i don't know that's like rude of me to say that but i'm just like gonna be honest with you she like said that she was like why are we not like connecting like the wandavision television series that i'm like currently doing right now that is also like marvel and also about like the scarlet witch with the film that's about to come out about the scarlet witch and dr strange i don't know she like didn't seem like she loved it um this guy is like interesting he's got like a mustache he yeah he like He's got a mustache. That's literally all I know about him. Uh, Michael Waldron. See how it goes with this guy. Uh, so we'll see. We can jump into some more pop culture news next. So we can jump into some pop culture news. So we have got the family tussle, not the family hustle. Um, so T.I. has apparently snatched up his son, King Harris, uh, during a Silver Spoon debate on Instagram Live. Um, so the family hustle turned into a family feud whenever King Harris got into a fight with his parents, T.I. and Tiny Harris, on camera. Um, so loved ones all over the country clash over Thanksgiving weekend, and it looks like T.I.'s family is no different <laughs> that's funny actually um the fun and games at the atlanta falcons versus new orleans saints match took a nasty turn this past sunday um hip-hop dx reports that the son and father got into a luxury suite squabble on instagram live about king's uh, childhood so i watched this and apparently it's really sad actually i've been there done this like you're a kid and the adults are just like having too much fun with you and they're making you the butt of the joke and you like lash out that's exactly what happened here so king harris like basically was saying like i did not have a silver spoon in my mouth whenever i grew up i grew up with my grandparents you guys did not raise me um and his parents were like you did grow up with a silver spoon in your mouth you were fed you were clothed like you were very 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 taken care of and it's just it's also like a debate between like the ages because also sometimes like sometimes like material things don't matter to people and like people also just like need like love and attention like attention and maybe he feels like he didn't get that from his parents but especially whenever you have like drinking and stuff like that in the holidays it's just like a recipe for disaster and so i feel bad for ti and his family for having to like do this on like live on instagram live because he's like he puts his son in a headlock and it's crazy um so <laughs> it was wild he goes he starts screaming at him he goes king have you ever woke up with a roach on your face all right then you don't know what you're talking about uh ti snaps at him uh he goes <laughs> his son goes silver spoon i ain't never ate it with that i ain't never ate that ate with that a day in my life i'm like i feel like you probably have i feel like you probably have like a lot of um luxury things that you probably wouldn't have if your father wasn't as successful as he was but also like ti is like problematic too he's like weird um 
his like lingo like kind of like scares me too sometimes um <laughs> this is also funny too well it's not like funny but it's like in the <laughs> in the context of like their little squabble ti exposed that his son cried like a baby to go back to grandma's house he also said that king would often hold his breath and throw tantrums <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I can see that. Like one of the youngest kids like holding his breath until he's allowed to like go back and like go to his grandma's house. Um, and then Tiny was like co-signing, adding that King preferred his grandmother's house because she let him suck a pacifier until he was 12 years old. <laughs> King starts shouting. He's like, he's capping. He's capping. I stand up business. You want to hide it from the world? I'll put it out there for everyone to see. I was like, this... Uh, this is what happens whenever you add like one like a drink or two into like a family like get together i've been there done that um and it's not fun so that's that's fun pop culture news i guess i hope they're like not really fighting after that hopefully it was just like a little moment in time and people they can move on from it um but up next we have got a little bit more pop culture news so I guess we can get into some like weird pop culture news. So a man was arrested after stripping down to Disneyland's It's a Small World. Um, so in Anaheim, California, Anaheim police were called to Disneyland on Sunday when a 26-year-old man stripped down and began climbing through the It's a Small World attraction. Uh, park goers say Disney cast members briefly stopped the ride and helped to calm the situation. Uh, by the time the man moved outside, he had disrupted completely. Um, that's when Anaheim police arrested him. He was immediately removed from the park and taken to the local hospital to be checked out. Uh, police say he was arrested for indecent exposure and being under the influence of a controlled substance. That's freaking weird and crazy. Like, what are you doing going to Disney World and, like, doing, like, drugs or something? I don't know. That was, like, strange. Um, I like saw this as it was going on on Twitter. They were like, there's a guy in the small world and he's naked. He wasn't naked at first. He was like in his underwear and he was just like sitting there and like a portion of the ride is like really creepy. Actually, I'm like scared. Um, but then like, I guess he ends up like going outside or something and then all of a sudden he's naked and like, I just, I have to be honest with you. It is a small world after all for that guy. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry that was like tacky to say but I mean it's true why are you like going over there and like traumatizing families that are like trying to enjoy Disneyland with their family I don't know I like thought that that was like really strange so we'll see how that goes uh if anything comes from it also I don't know he could be going through like a man maybe he was like having a mental break or something I don't know I don't know that guy I just like know that you should be naked at Disneyland um so that was freaking crazy i guess we can jump into a little bit different pop culture news next um why don't we talk about like this whole liquid death situation so this is like some real fun pop culture news actually so liquid death changes the name of their armless palmer drink after a lawsuit threat um so liquid death the brand but best known for canning water is changing the name of one of its most popular products uh, so this Saturday, Liquid Death revealed it's half iced tea, half lemonade will no longer be called an armless Palmer, a riff on the classic Arnold Palmer beverage. Now the drink will go by the name Dead Billionaire, something more along the lines of the overall Liquid Death brand. I'm sorry. That is fucking, that is like rock star. That is fucking chic. That is cunt right there. I'm like loving that. Um, so according to social media posts made by the company, the rights holders to the Arnold Palmer trademark threatened a lengthy legal battle regarding Liquid death's armless palmer drink uh 
If you like our Armless Palmer tea slash lemonade, then you are going to love our new Dead Billionaire tea slash lemonade. Why? Because it's the exact same thing, only now it's got a way cooler name that won't require us to fight a senseless legal battle with a large enterprise who sent us a letter saying that we can't use the word Palmer and who are also partnered with a giant IT corporation, both of whom have far more money to burn on legal fees than we do, the company said in a statement. <laughs> It added, our new dead billionaire cans have started to trickle out on Amazon and will begin hitting retail shelves in the spring. Um, experts are predicting potential brawls in retailers as customers fight over remaining armless Palmer cans before they become extinct forever and reselling as collector items for billions of dollars. Um, that is that is great marketing right there. Uh, so Palmer, the late legendary golfer, is thought to have been one of the first to combine unsweetened tea and lemonade on the pro golf uh, unit in the 1960s and his likeness has been synonymous with the drink ever since. The most popular version of the drink has been bottled and canned by Arizona Beverage Company um, that has been on sale since 2002. Um, so in addition to selling canned water and dead billionaire, Liquid Death also sells sparkling water. Um, I'm sorry, Liquid Death, They their whole brand and their... That is fun. That is like chic to me. The fact that they... We're not scared to like just say, you know what? You wanna you wanna fuck with me, bitch? I'll fuck with you right back. You wanna fucking you wanna you wanna sue me? I'll fucking I'll clown on your ass. And if I'm honest with you, I want a dead billionaire. I want one so bad. You have no idea. It's not even funny. I need one right now. There like are so many different uh, variations of it. And they all have like interesting names too. Like they have like severed lime. Like what does that mean? I don't know. Mango chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just funny um they had buried alive there's convicted melon there's rest in peach and now added to that and the grim leafer the slaughterberry like in addition to all of that is now the dead billionaire so that is fucking cunt i love that and i'm gonna go buy one if i can go get one right now it's saying that they have one at walmart next to my house so we'll see how that goes um but to jump into some more pop culture news so I guess we can get into some more pop culture news. We have got Dolly Parton's cheerleading outfit is going viral because it made some people upset over its appropriateness. Um, so Dolly Parton's new album, Rockstar, came out this week, and it is the highest charting album of her entire career. So congratulations to her on that. Uh, she's been out and about promoting the project, and over the weekend, the 77-year-old icon slash legend performed at the Dallas Cowboys football game. Uh, it was very much giving Britney Spears at the 2000s VMAs. I think she looked amazing. Um, but some man is going viral for asking if it's appropriate for a 77 year old to dress like a 20 year old. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't love it. They go, <laughs> they go, are you okay with a 77 year old Dolly Parton dressing like a 20 year old Dallas Cowboy cheerleader? Yes or no. Um, and if I'm like, everybody on here is like, what are you serious? This guy goes, Dolly Parton could murder three people in front of me and I wouldn't care. Um, that's crazy. Like she is an icon, a legend, this outfit. I'm sorry. She looks great in it. She is like fully covered up. Like she has like a, her midriff, like bearing, but it's like covered in like rhinestones. I thought that she looks so cute and it has caused like an uproar and I'm like not even being serious because I like even talked to somebody the other day like out the other night and they were like they were like upset about it and I was like you can't be upset about that she looked fucking cunt like she really not only that not only that not only was she looking cunt not only she looked great but fucking 
she's done so much. Like, she's given away so much to charity. Like, and then, and then like, I remember there was, like, this one picture where it was, like, had a picture of her, and then it had a picture of, like, a woman with, like, a baby, and it's, like, which would you prefer to be? And it's, like, Dolly Parton couldn't even have kids. She had, like, endometriosis or something like that, like, to where she couldn't have children. So, like, her kids were, like, everybody, basically. Like, she's, like, literally, like, one of the sweetest ladies. I don't know how you can, like, I don't know how you can hate on her, like, especially for this outfit. I don't know. Um, so, and everybody else says that too. They're like, how can anybody criticize Dolly Parton? Really? Her sister jumped in there. She goes, I personally thought my big sister Dolly was cute as hell in her Dallas Cowboy cheerleading costume at the halftime show on Thanksgiving. To those of you who are being so critical of a 77 year old kicking up her heels, I say, fuck yourselves. Shame on you, not her. Oh, that's sweet. She did come in for her sister. And it's true. Like her sister's an icon and a legend. And you know what? I hope my stomach is that flat whenever I am like that age. Um, so keep it going, Dolly. So we got a little bit more pop culture news. This is something a little bit different from what we normally talk about, but let's talk about some like gaming news. Why not? Um, so a fan made Attack on Titan game has been released, allowing players to put themselves into the shoes of the armed forces of Eldia and zip around and take down Titans. And the best part is you can play it right now entirely free of charge. Um, so Swami, who is known as Swami XO on Twitter, the person behind the development of this Attack on Titan game, has been sharing updates on the development of the game across social media for a number of years and finally took to Twitter to announce its release on November 26. In the tweet, Swami uh, offers a look into the game, spotlighting the, the fast-paced nature of its context and its high-stakes face-offs with unsettling titans. In addition, we also get to experience a portion of the game in first-person uh, mode so you can really immerse yourself in the game. Um, so uh, that isn't all one of the main appeals of the game outside of its rapid speed gameplay is the ability to join friends and come together in lobbies to take down titans rather than having to face an entire horde by yourself um, so in a YouTube video posted on his channel development is discussed in more detail alongside that an update system was explained stating that four to five updates are coming prior to the final build of the game being released these updates will target things like issues and bugs found during uh, modes and adding new character models from the series. Um, that's really exciting. That's really cool that they were able to like put that out there. I watched gameplay of it, and I'm sorry, it looked like fun as shit. I like am like maybe I need to like download that game and like get on there with a couple of friends and like be Mikasa and Aaron and just like kill the game. I don't know. We'll see if I like it or not. I have to be honest with you. I didn't even watch like the last season. Is the last season out yet on Hulu? I don't know. Um, it's uh, possibly out. I don't. I have to check it out if it is. I think that it is because I, I remember hearing that like, people aren't happy about like the ending. Are, are you happy about the ending? Anybody out there who's watched it? Like, what do you think? I'm gonna check it out. That that show is like wild. It's real. It's actually really good, but it's really wild. Um, I guess we can get into some more pop culture news though. Uh, original Twilight director Catherine Hardwick thinks that Jenna Ortega and Jacob Elordi would be perfect in a potential franchise reboot. Um, while it's still early days on a Twilight TV series reboot, the first Twilight director uh, thinks two rising stars would be perfect, Jenna Ortega and Jacob Elordi. Um, so director Catherine Hardwick, who directed the original 2008 Twilight movie, which celebrated its 15th anniversary last week, 
celebrated the anniversary with a watch along on Josh Horowitz Happy Sad Confused podcast last week. Um, when Horowitz suggested if Jenna Ortega and Jacob Elordi could play the lead characters Bella and Edward, Hardwick agreed with his casting suggestion. Oh, that would be perfect, Hardwick said before going on a rave about Elordi's work. I mean, he's amazing. He probably would be Edward today. Exactly. Hardwick said on the podcast of the 26 year old actor. I'm like, she didn't even say that then. The, the podcast guy said it and she like said, yeah, sure. <laughs> Poor guy. He like gets no credit. Um, when asked about who she wanted to see as Bella, she goes, I mean, of course. She just mentioned Jen Ortega, adding that the 21 year old is amazing. Uh, it was reported back in April that Lionsgate will be moving forward with a Twilight TV series reboot, although Catherine said she hasn't actually found out exactly what the reboot might actually look like. Um, saying, I don't know yet. Maybe they don't even know, Hardwick said, noting that the months-long writer strike, which started just weeks after the announcement, likely saw development significantly. Um, Hardwick added she personally would like to take the vampire franchise in a... She would like to take the vampire franchise in a much different direction. Uh, for me, it would have to do... It would be fun to do Twilight in Outer Space. I would be excited to do that. Something totally different. I'm like, how would they do that? Vampires in space? Like, what's what's the catch? They don't need to breathe, right? I don't know. Who knows? Um, so that's cute. I think that Jacob Elordi and Jen Ortega would be the perfect Jacob and Edward, not Jacob, Edward and Bella. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's that on that. I guess we got a little bit more Jen Ortega news because she's like leaving the Scream 7 production over what they did to her sister, uh, Melissa Barrera. I guess we can jump right into that. So I guess we can get into some like controversial like pop culture news that happened over this past week. Um, so Melissa Barrera has been dropped from Spyglass Media's Scream 7 due to social media posts on the Israel-Hamas conflict. Um, so Deadline has confirmed that actress Melissa Barrera has been dropped from Spyglass Media's Scream 7. Uh, sources say this is due to reposts in her Instagram stories that have been perceived as anti-Semitic. Um, so Spyglass stance is unequivocally queer queer i keep on saying that <laughs> unequivocally clear we have zero tolerance for anti-semitism or incitement of hate in any form including false references to genocide ethnic cleansing holocaust distortion or anything that flagrantly crosses the line into hate speech um reads a statement from a rep uh, Scream 7 director Christopher Landon weighed in on the following, uh, saying, this is my statement. Everything sucks. Stop yelling. This was not my decision to make. Um, he deleted that. I don't know. That's kind of, like, lame. That What a weird-ass, like, statement. Shut up. Um, there have been some screen captures of her Instagram stories online. Uh, so about a month ago, Barrera posted on her Instagram story a placard that read, I, too, come from a colonized country with a Mexican flag. Uh, Palestine will be free. Continue to read. They tried to bury us. They didn't know we were seeds. Uh, so, yeah, that's freaking crazy. They, they fired her over basically saying, like, I don't think there should be, like, a war. That's freaking crazy. I don't, that she doesn't think people should be, like, dying. Is Spyglass Media, like, okay? Like, that's anti-Semitism now to say that people shouldn't, like, be hurt and should be killed? That's, like, weird. I feel like, and I'm, like, in the Scream community, like, I'm in a couple of, like, group chats and stuff like that on, like, Twitter. And I, like, talk to a couple of, like, the creators on there. Um, like, the create, like, the different content creators that, like, do, like, different channels and stuff. And everybody is, like, livid over this. Because it's, like, hold on. Like, first of all isn't this america free freedom of speech like i understand there's also like consequences that can come from things but like 
she should be able to say like I don't believe that people should be like being killed and they shouldn't be seen as like anti-semitic um they tried to say that it was because she posted something like that the media was like not allowing us to like see something I think and I mean is that is that any different from what anybody else out there has said like I feel like both sides of the fence say that all the time and it's maybe it's not necessary I don't know I don't know if it's I feel like very like weird like talking about it too. I feel like this is very like taboo to talk about like this like conflict. But like, is it controversial to say that I don't think like anybody should be like being killed, kidnapped, murdered, raped, like behead? Like, do you not understand like all these things are going on on both sides and like none of that should be going on? I don't know. Like, am I like Buddhist or something? And you guys just don't get it. I don't know. That's, like, strange to me that there's, like, all this controversy over it. And I hate that, like, Spyglass Media is trying to, like, portray her as, like, something that she's not. Because I've, like, I've followed Marissa Barrera the, over this entire, like, past couple of years. She's never posted anything that is not, like, that is not, what, I'm, how do I even say that? That is not, like, rooted in reality. She is posting things that are out there that, are on both sides of the fence. She's saying, this isn't right. This isn't right. This isn't right. This isn't right. Like, I think that we can, we should all be able to stand on that side and say, this isn't right. These people shouldn't be being killed. I mean, and I know, I know things go back years, but like where we are currently, it shouldn't be happening. I don't know. I just think it's freaking crazy that she got fired for that. There's also uh, news that Oscar winner Susan Sarandon was dropped by her uh, agency, UTA, after she made controversial uh, comments at a pro-Palestine rally in New York. I'm like, is it controversial to say that, like, there should be, like, an end, there should be a ceasefire? Is that controversial? Who is that controversial to? Who is mad about that? Who in Hollywood is mad about that? Um, that's what I have to, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, feel, like, very, like, uncomfortable, like... I don't know. There's like something weird about that. Um, and I know, uh, and I know that you guys say that there's something weird with that too. So we'll keep this going. Apparently Jenna Ortega has left the production too. And she was liking a post about how, why Melissa left. And uh, I'm like right there with her. I'm like, girl, stand up for your sister. She's, uh, you know what she's doing? She's doing, she's being a real sister. She's being a real sister to Kim. So, yeah, guys, I think that's where we're going to end the show this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you guys already don't, be sure to check out Pop Icon Radio on Instagram at Pop Icon Radio. And if you already haven't, do you mind leaving like a five star review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you guys are listening to this at? I would really appreciate that. That would actually be really nice. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back next week talking some pop culture. Uh, we've also got our movie date podcast rewind coming out this week. And I'm pretty sure that this week I'm going to be releasing a previously unreleased episode of movie date podcast, uh, for the episode for the movie 13. Um, so it was originally like a lost episode whenever me and Stacy recorded it, but, um, I was able to find it. And so it's actually really crazy to listen to cause it's right whenever coronavirus is starting. So I'm kind of getting like PTSD, like just hearing it, but I'll let you guys hear it too and see if, see if we can bring you back to that magical time. Um, so thank you guys so much for tuning in and until next time. Bye. I'm vanilla baby. 
I'll choke you, but I ain't no killer, baby. She 28, telling me I'm still a baby. I get love in Detroit like Skiller, baby. And the thing about your boy is, I don't like no whips and chains, and you can't tie me down. But you can whip your loving on me. That's right, that's right, whip your loving on me. Young J A C K A K A Rico like Suave, Young Enrique speaking at A K A. She's an alpha, but not around your boy. She get quiet around your boy. Hold on, don't know what you heard or what you thought about your boy, but they lied about your boy. Going dumb and it's some idiotic about your boy. She wearing cheetah print. That's how bad she won't be spotted around your boy.